Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 119, verses 9 through 16. How can young people keep their way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Do not let me stray from your commandments. I treasure your word in my heart, so that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the ordinances of your mouth. I delight in the way of your decrees as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 8 through 13. Bring forth the people who are blind, yet have eyes, who are deaf, yet have ears. Let all the nations gather together and let the peoples assemble. Who among them declared this and foretold to us the former things? Let them bring their witness to justify them, and let them hear and say, It is true. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. I, I am the Lord, And besides me there is no Savior. I declared and saved and proclaimed, when there was no strange God among you, and you are my witnesses, says the Lord. I am God, and and also henceforth I am He. There is no one who can deliver from my hand. I work, and who can hinder it? 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 4 through 11. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are competent of ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. Our competence is from God, who has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant. Not of letter, but of spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Now if the ministry of death, chiseled in letters on stone tablets, came in glory so that the people of Israel could not gaze at Moses' face because of the glory of his face, a glory now set aside, How much more will the ministry of the Spirit come in glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, much more does the ministry of justification abound in glory. Indeed, what once had glory has lost its glory because of the greater glory. For if what was set aside came through glory, much more has a permanent come in glory. Good morning and welcome to the fifth Monday of of Lent. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 119, Isaiah 43, and 2 Corinthians 3. Um, The uh, the readings are real brief. I was kind of surprised. Um, In this repetition from Paul of the word competence, I was going to look it up, but I've kind of like committed myself not to look them up and not to get too deep into like Greek or whatever. But um, 
Paul says that our competence doesn't come from ourselves, but from God that makes us competent to be ministers of a new covenant. Um, and I don't think he's necessarily speaking about like priests or pastors or anything like that. I think he's speaking in the, the kind of broad sense of being a nation of, you know, a priestly nation and, uh, um, the competence is, is not necessarily like ministerial in our sense, but like all Christians have the ministry of, you know, um, performing in a certain way, uh, so that God is glorified. Um, and so, uh, I don't know, I just don't like the English because I'm sure that the Greek is more complicated, um, that competence, when we use it today, signifies a kind of like, um, base, well, I guess it, it does make sense. Competence is like this base level ability. Um, like, are you able to do X, Y, Z? Yes, no, right? If you're not competent, there's something wrong. Um, but you can also be more than competent. You can be good at something or excellent at something. Um, so in that sense, I think it's, I guess it's fine. But I also um, am really concerned with how um, we sometimes use competence as like, kind of like a bludgeon for people that we're frustrated with, like accusing them of being not competent. Um, what does it mean uh, to be less than competent. Um, and so it has this kind of, uh, intelligentist, you know, like this, um, you get like, I was going to say stupid shamed, but that's not quite right either. Somebody looking down their nose who of course assumes that they're competent, telling someone else that they're not competent, that they, um, they lack, you know, just a basic understanding of something. Um, and, uh, the, I normally really like the, you know, the, the idea of, it goes into this, the, the stone tablets, whether they're stone or whether they're flesh. And here he goes with this, um, metaphor, the, the image of the stone tablets, the, the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, he calls it the ministry of death. And Paul has this really, a very kind of black and white view of the Old Testament and Judaism and the ritual that it entails, which he continues to practice, but he he sees the church, the growing church, demanding of people more than mere competence. And so maybe that's maybe that's a way to appreciate what Paul says here. Um, in his day, so just a reminder Jesus was Jewish. All the apostles were Jewish. Paul was like one of the kind of shooting stars of Judaism in the day. And to be a, to be a member of this group, um, it was pretty clear you didn't have to be Jewish, but it wasn't clear um, after Christ uh, ascended what of the Jewish rituals, which were pretty prescriptive, like you were supposed to do a bunch of these different things. It wasn't clear if that was also required. Um, and so, understandably, the early church thought, well, yeah, everybody everybody has to kind of sort of become Jewish. 
And Paul goes around saying, no, 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 you don't have to do that. Um, don't listen to anybody who tells you you have to put something on top of um, the, your faith in Jesus. You can. You're allowed to. But it's not a requirement. And so the only requirement, it's no longer circumcision. Um, it is just that you not, you know, eat the eat food sacrificed to idols or that was strangled or fill in the blank from Acts 15. I can't remember where the Council of Jerusalem was. Um, and so he calls it the ministry of death because um, it it doesn't or he in Paul's eyes the Old Testament has failed in producing. Um, people that are reflective of of God's grace and love. Now, that that to me seems patently false, because uh, Judaism has clearly um, produced the twelve apostles and Jesus and Paul. Um, but it's being kind of you know people are getting browbeaten. Gentiles are getting browbeaten if they don't do all these special things. Um, and there's a the difference between something that um, is acceptable and something that's required. And Paul says nothing is required but faith. Um, that has some danger to it as well in that it, it allows people to believe that they're Christians just because they say they are, which is another whole problem. Um, and so when, when, when I hear the ministry of death, um, I think of you know certain caricatures that people have about the military. Um, and yet here it is being used by Paul to describe essentially self-righteousness, um, that, um, that idea or that belief that we can tell others how their faith is supposed to look. That's the ministry of death, not military service, not going off to war. Um, even though that does involve death, um, what's more important to Paul is, and this, again, everything can get taken out of context, but this is what is much more important. And it's um, people like Martin Luther later reading Paul and hearing like, it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, it's just this little, you know, belief that you have in your heart, and that's that's fine, that's enough. Um, and you can do anything. And Paul, uh, Martin Luther famously said of, of soldiers, look, the sin isn't on their shoulders, it's on the prince's shoulders or the king's shoulders or the president's shoulders. Um, and I, I disagree with that, but um, the ministry of death, the, the surest way um, to hell is to look down on other people, um, to expect them to abide by your beliefs, um, to um, look down at them as though you're competent and they're not. Um, in matters of faith, or in other matters, frankly. Um, and uh, that is the ministry of death because it is the ministry of condemnation. It is a ministry of, I'm right and you're wrong, and if you don't get it, then you're stupid. You're not competent, and I am. And cer- certainly there's a lot of that that fuels American um, military violence, um, spreading democracy in, in lands that we really just don't have any reason to be you know, kind of insisting that they follow our political framework. Um, there is that. There's plenty of it in the military. Um, but fighting is, is, is much less a sin for Paul than self-righteousness, than to look down at others 
and to abuse our faith, to make it say something it doesn't say, and to force other people to do things and believe in things um, that the Bible doesn't uh, uh, insist that uh, we do. Um, and so one <clears throat> one can read Paul in this. Um, you know, you have to be careful with Paul, as with anyone we put up on pedestals, um, to read him for what he is actually saying um, in the moment. I mean, these are letters. Um, uh, so we, he has an actual audience. We have to understand how he might be um, adjusting his message to each church. Um, but the, the letters to the Corinthians, because we have two of them, we we can know more or less that um, what he's saying is generally applicable, um, and especially this part of being overconfident, of looking down on others um, as though they are not competent, um, comes from a place of self-righteousness, what, what he calls the ministry of death um, or the ministry of condemnation. Um, and that is the, you know, the sin of pride. It's why, that's why many um, theologians, especially early church theologians, have said that pride is the father of all sin. If you weren't self-righteous, you wouldn't believe all these kind of lesser things that are false, but that are self-serving. Um, and so the uh, the glory, the ministry of condemnation um, gets in the way of glory and God's sanctification because we don't need it, right? This is why Jesus says, I've, I've come for the sick, not the healthy. Um, it's not that it's not that we are not supposed to be healthy. That is to say that even healthy people are in need. Um, that if we don't think that we need anything, if we think that uh, we've got everything that we could possibly want or need and everything is right, um, that's the place from which the ministry of death, chiseled in letters on stone tablets, um, is, is used as a weapon against other people to get them not to follow God, but to follow us. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, 
always family. Semper Familia.